Kelly's Taboo Terrors presents Shock Talk with writer Kelly McNeely. to the premiere episode of Kelly's Taboo Terrors presents Shock Talk. As I sit in my cold, dank basement, I am joined by the other Kelly, my good friend and fiend and lover of extreme horror, Kelly McNeely. Hello. Kelly McNeely is a tea-drinking, craft-making, machete-wielding screen junkie with a mostly healthy obsession with horror, 90s action films, and spooky home decor. A staff writer for iHorror.com, she has also contributed to Grimm Magazine, Modern Horrors, CG Magazine, Salem Horror Fest, 1428 Elm and Netflix Life. You can find her getting day drunk and making festive housewares at The Creepy Crafter on Facebook or follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Kells McNells. On Shock Talk, my guests and I talk about their favorite extreme horror film and Kelly chose the infamous A Serbian Film. A Serbian Film was released in 2010 and was co-written and directed by Serjan Spazezovic. It is lauded as one of the most controversial, disturbing, offensive films ever made. With graphic scenes of violence, newborn porn, pedophilia, and necrophilia, this film busts all kinds of taboo subjects, making it ripe for conversation. So a very brief synopsis of a Serbian film. An aging porn star named Miloš agrees to participate in a pornographic, quote, art film, unquote, in order to make a clean break from the business and make a crap ton of money. Only he discovers that he has been drafted into making a pedophilia and necrophilia-themed snuff film. Okay, (laughs) Kelly. Why did you choose a Serbian film as your favorite (laughs) extreme horror film? (laughs) A Serbian film and Cannibal Holocaust that have like such notoriety, I think, that it's it had to be one of the two. Mm -hmm. And I know for you that you'd been sort of researching and doing some work on a Serbian film recently. And I also know that Cannibal Holocaust has some rather unsavory scenes for a vegan. So I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Let's do a Serbian film because there's so much to talk about. And also I feel like with a Serbian film, I'm a firm believer that cultural history and trauma really shapes our fears in film. It really shapes what themes we come up in horror films. And I think a Serbian film is like a prime example of that as well. I agree. Okay. Well, yes, let's get into it. Thank you very much for not choosing Cannibal Holocaust because I would have politely declined. (laughs) Though... And I have this like idea rumbling around in my brain about that, just because there's a very, very small amount of movies that actually killed animals for real in yeah. and on and for the movie. And it's commitment. It is. Um, but I'm just I'm grappling, and this is not at all related to a Serbian film, but I'm grappling <laughs> with changing my viewpoint on that because I have seen probably worse in my research Mm. into becoming a vegan. So Mm. slaughterhouses, factory farms, vivisection, animal research, dolphin slaughter. Like I have seen so many terrible things that we just do on a day-to-day basis to animals all over the world. So not that I think it's okay to kill animals for your film, but... You've seen some shit. I've seen some shit, exactly. So... (laughs) That's kind of where I've left that thought, like hovering around in my brain that I might change that or write about it or do something about it. But it's in here. It's in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. It's a tricky pickle, that yeah. film. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe 
on par, I'd say, with a Serbian film. Because, I, I mean, like, I think a Serbian film is one of those ones that, again, it has such notoriety for being, like, quote-unquote, the worst or the hardest film or the most difficult film ever made or ever to watch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like so much of that, like, I know for me personally, when I first heard about a Serbian film, I was intrigued mm-hmm. as any horror-loving extreme horror fiend would be. So I did the thing where I read up about it on Wikipedia because it was like, I am curious and yes. I want to know what the fuck happens in this movie. <laughs> and then I eventually watched it and it was like, you know what? This wasn't as horribly, terribly devastating as I as I had anticipated because it's done very well. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very clear that with this film, even though it's extreme horror, there's a lot of extreme subject matter involved. Like, again, it, there is a lot of cultural history that goes behind it. And I think that one of the things with the Serbian film is that Sergen Spasicevic, which I'm probably butchering his name, but you know what? I'm going to try it. (laughs) I know that for him, like when he first presented this film in the UK, there was something like 48 cuts that were made to it. It was like uh, Mm -hmm. the most censored film in 16 years or something like that. But, and one thing that he does stress in the UK DVD introduction is that even though, you know, life in Serbia was a point of inception for the film, it's a universal story. Like this Mm -hmm. whole idea that there can be this really shitty oppressive government, there can be this torment of of its people is, is a really kind of universal thing. But particularly for someone who grew up living through the Yugoslav and Bosnian wars in the 1990s, which is where this film sort of came from, I think, mm-hmm. was this, mm-hmm. this whole idea that, like, his people had gone through this fucking insane shit. There was genocide and rape and ethnic cleansing and, like, all this horrible, horrible shit that went on. Mm-hmm. And this movie was sort of his attempt to say, you know what, we want an honest expression, I think this is a direct quote, an honest expression of the deepest feelings that we have about our own region and the world in general and it's an absolute literal images of how they feel. Yeah, and that definitely is what I came across in my research as well. And I understand where where people are coming from when they, some people do know that that is where the director and writer were coming from, but they struggle with it being obvious in the movie. And I will liken that kind of comment to what you said earlier. And I firmly also believe that, which is we should view movies from a cultural perspective. So we can't look at a Serbian movie from a North American set of eyes. We have to try to understand where they're coming from or we'll have a very narrow-minded of people's experience and and people's views of the world. Do I... Do I think it's super obvious when you watch that movie for the first time? No, no, (laughs) no, it's not. But I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. I think it helps draw people into learning more about this movie, if that makes sense. Yes, I 100% agree with that. I think that it's a tricky, again, it's a tricky pickle because it's one that if you have the cultural context of it, it makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, there's a part of me that wonders how much of that was like, not, I don't want to say shoehorned in after, but there are certain Mm -hmm. statements made by the director that I'm like, I feel like you're just sort of like elaborating on this film that you've already made. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, again, the whole idea that they went through this intense cultural trauma and Mm -hmm. they've been through this, it makes sense that this is the sort of film they'd come out with. That said, I feel like every single dissection of this movie that I've seen on like YouTube or or wherever, Mm -hmm. it's the first thing that they turn to is like, oh, it's so extreme, it's horrible, it's the most intense, most horrible movie you've ever seen, it's so graphic, it's etc. But again, that's taking it out of context and, and taking into consideration that it is actually like 
a powerful film that mm-hmm. has some great imagery, some great visuals, a great soundtrack, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. it's, it's a well-made movie, <laughs> as controversial and as like, fucked up as it is. Yeah, totally. I get that. I mean, there is some shit that happens. And yeah. did it shake me up when I saw it for the first time? The only thing that really just like really bothered me, I guess, the first time I, wa- I watched it was there's a lot that happens in a really wonderful sequence of events and it just yes. gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So you're kind of numb to it for a little while and then you mm-hmm. get to the ending and then you're punched in the face and you can't help but wonder why somebody wanted to make this movie and how it was so well done and why they wanted it to be so well done you know so I think that's what brings people to like let's research this movie let's look into this Mm -hmm. more because it's not like our August Underground series let's say that's very low budget not well produced totally like shot on video found footage style extreme movie but there's not really a point the point is that there is no point and that's what's so extreme about that movie you know but this one like there's more to it it's hyperbole and you have to you just have to look at it a little bit deeper because I guess somebody could just make this movie to make it but again that's where it comes to the cultural context but I feel like if you're an American you would make this movie just to make it but if you're coming from a different country no they have seen more shit they know more trauma they've lived through some more crazy stuff than we have in North America maybe not currently 2020 America (laughs) but we're so sorry yeah (laughs) but that's it right so I would believe that that would that would be something that would happen in the U.S. but I would never believe that somebody in a small country like Serbia would make a film like this just to make a film no I would give them way more credit than that absolutely and I think that everything that has some extreme imagery and every sort of element in every little detail like the fact that the brother Marcos is, or yep. Marco Marco is a police officer is like yep. extraordinarily symbolic and I feel like that's something that yep. gets kind of brushed over a lot a lot of people are like well what's his motivation yada 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 it's like the motivation is like the symbolism there is that he's a police officer he's got this jealousy inherent within the character but also like they're literally getting fucked by the system yep. is what it comes down to yep. and when you get down to the very iconic <laughs> for questionable reasons newborn porn scene Yes. You know, there's been quotes by the director Spazizovic talking about, you know, how it is represents how they're screwed from birth, essentially, yep. like coming into this country, coming into the system, they're fucked from birth. But the fact that the mother, when you look at the face of the mother, mm-hmm. when all of this is happening, she looks elated. She looks proud. It has a sort of national pride to it when you take it in the context of what the symbolism is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie also actually says a lot about consent, oddly enough, mm. because when you think about it, like Milos refused, even when others gave him consent, he was like, this is not something I want to do. I know that you say that this is okay, but I'm not comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. And that's why they had to drug him, become exactly. a wild bull, wild and feral wild, bull. The wild feral bull that he eventually comes to be. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's interesting as well that there's apparently like some fairly prestigious actors in it as well, I think. Mm. The, the main characters that are in it are, are played by actors that like, if you look at their IMDb credits, like they've got a pretty hefty list of credits wow. on their names. So it was interesting that they were like involved in this film. And, yeah. and I think because it was done on such a low budget that they 
I don't, I mean, I can't speak to what the budget was or, or what they got paid for, but the fact that they, they, they got involved in this movie just based on the script and based on the idea of it mm-hmm. probably speaks to everyone's experience. With- mm-hmm. And I think that lends to, again, a cultural difference. You know, I don't think a lot of prominent, so to speak, actors would perform in a movie of this level of this genre of this type um but you know it's different that is north america and serbia this this small country like they don't even have horror films per se like that's not a thing they didn't grow up with that they just saw some of our like north american releases some of the italian stuff so yeah they saw some italian horror the giallos you know they were sneaking in somehow you know like friday the 13th and stuff like that so that was a lot of influence but like that was not their culture that's not how they were raised that's not a thing horror was like this very inferior kind of like garbage trash popular media that like the western folks enjoy like we do Mm -hmm. art films and that's what we do so that's how it's seen there we Mm -hmm. would not we would be like no that is trash garbage that is not art that extreme that's just yeah it's extreme garbage and for them it's like this hyperbolic like art house film and like this is how they view it so I I get it comes down to viewing things from just a different perspective yeah and I mean from what I understand there's no real ratings in Serbia there's no laws against what can and what can't can't be shown so even though it's a conservative country that's under a communist regime Mm -hmm. it's very much like it's self-censored in a way. But when you look at it, I think there's fewer than, including those made for TV, there's like fewer than 20 films that can be classified as horror that have come Mm -hmm. out of Serbia. So the extreme subject matter, it's something that is new, but also something that I think is sort of taken in the context of it's not just doing this for the sake of, of doing this. When you look at the characters, it's not condoning the behavior. It's not saying, hey, look how cool this is. Look how badass this is that we're doing this on screen there is definitely a hero that we are on the side of and there is a villain that we are against throughout the film there's never any question about what is right and what is wrong Mm -hmm. it is thoroughly thoroughly wrong and we are made well aware of that yes yeah so i think that it's while it's arguably successful in helping the viewer feel the extremity of the situation it's Mm -hmm. also not necessarily I think for a lot of American or North American audiences Western audiences I'll say that we have this very sort of biased or specific view of like the Balkans and like what Mm -hmm. that culture is and what that idea of that imagery is and I feel like there's part of this film that sort of negatively plays into that stereotype but Mm. it's also so passionate about what it is and so passionate about its history I think that Mm -hmm. that really sort of sets it aside and challenges audiences to not just look at it as like another hostile or another human centipede that there's more to it than that it's also again like it's it's a well-made film like it's Incredibly well made. I yeah. when I rewatched it recently, because folks, I wrote a piece on it. And hopefully, it gets published, but it's yeah. not guar- guaranteed yet. But that was one of the things. Besides a lot of the shocking imagery in it, that's one of the things that I always remember, and that's some of the things that people always talk about. Yes, when you read reviews and you talk about it, people aren't dissecting it in the way that I think it deserves to be dissected, and it's not on face value. It's not on surface mm-hmm. level. Extreme horror cannot be viewed on a surface surface level 
There's almost always something else going on in there. And I think that it's just, it's not given the credit that it deserves. Particularly in a cultural context, I think with a Mm -hmm. lot of extreme horror in general, because like America doesn't produce a lot of extreme horror, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'd expect more from them because they also have a very, very rich and very varied cultural history of like violence and oppression and some fucked up shit. But I feel like it's a lot of European horror that sort of comes through or or Asian horror that comes through with a lot of Mm -hmm. the cinema yeah. but when you look at it a Serbian film it's just like an over-the-top gory movie it just takes itself very seriously mm-hmm. so if you look at any comparatively speaking gory film like Dead Alive or something is, is an example mm-hmm. that comes to mind of, of like that extreme gore and that extreme but it's the extreme but it's to a silly perspective yes. if you look at yeah. it with a very very serious serious lens that's when you get a Serbian film Mm-hmm. Great point. Were there any scenes that really stood out to you? Like, do you have a favorite scene? Is there one point that really just irked you? Like maybe a really cringeworthy moment? I mean, there's lots of moments within the film that are kind of hard to watch. Like the newborn porn, it's despite the fact that it's been very well edited to the point that like you don't see anything, it's not explicit. And I think that's another point as well, that it's extremely effective in making you feel really, really gross about mm-hmm. things you're not actually seeing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that I was saying earlier when I read about the synopsis on Wikipedia and then I watched it. I was like, oh, this isn't as yeah. devastating as I thought it would be because it is shot in a way that like you're not seeing anything. And, and when nope. they had the child actors in there, they had them in another room at a different time in different mm-hmm. shots and then just inserted those shots in between. The kids weren't involved at all, which yeah. obviously, but the fact that they were, was it Sitges that was, uh, Sitges that was? Um, yes, yes, in Barcelona. Barcelona. That had charges in Barcelona, yeah, that yeah. had charges brought against them for uh, showing, like... Child pornography. Child pornography, which it's it's not it's it's all fake it's all simulated but the fact that it was so compellingly done even though nothing is shown is Mm -hmm. really really effective yeah there's a lot of stuff that isn't explicitly on screen Um, yeah and then this is not going to be spoilers and whatever this movie has been out for 10 years um yeah that's on you (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) why haven't you watched it yet but uh you know when milo she gets raped and Mm -hmm. there's you don't really see any of that you just see like his unfortunate um unconscious face and then the rapist face so that is off screen. Maybe a comment Absolutely. on why that is not shown. But they don't show that. They don't actually show the baby. There's a lot of things that they actually just don't show you. That are very explicitly implied. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't show you everything. Some things they wanted to be subtle, perhaps, or use your imagination to fill in those blanks. But but then there's other things that are very explicitly on there, like, you know, the poor agent or publicist or whatever you would call her with yeah. teeth being pulled the, out and yeah. her being force fed a penis yes yeah yeah, yeah. that I, that scene i totally forgot about and that's actually one of the scenes that was like really kind of horrific for me to watch absolutely and that's one that i, I forget about it every single time because i've yep. seen this movie multiple t- i've seen it i think this me rewatching it now is probably the fourth or fifth time i've seen it admittedly wow wow i know i don't know <laughs> why uh but well that's you love just it. something that's happened <laughs> so <laughs> but to me, every single time that scene comes up, I forget about it. And I'm mm. like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, mm-hmm. you know? And and also, of yeah. course, like the end scene or the, the sort of climax of the film when the bags are pulled off and it's revealed <sighs> who he's having sex with. Yep. And something about the end as well when like they... Again, spoilers, but you, it's been out for 10 years. 
don't come yeah. at me with this. No. When he shoots them in the back and then they come in the room and they've got the camera set up and they're like, okay, start with the little one. Yeah. I think that is a fantastic yeah. way to end the film because it just, it sets you up for that idea that like, it's not over. You cannot escape this. Nope. There's Comes no full getting circle. away from this. Full circle. You are just continually fucked. Which yep. from, yep. again, cultural context, like that's something that they were really trying to communicate that the like, there was yep. no escaping this. And I think another thing as well that I I thought was really interesting and I don't know if this is intentional or not but when there's the scene of the uh, young woman on the bed who's getting fucked from behind and he like cuts her head with a machete yeah. that scene when he's first like all drugged up and everything mm-hmm. she's not really screaming and in, in any of the scenes when it's sort of not a passionate consensual embrace mm-hmm. and any of the scenes where it's not that there's yeah. not screaming there's not that extreme resistance and I think part of that was because like I was reading up a little bit on the wars in Yugoslavia and the Balkans and it was talking about how with a lot of the female prisoners they didn't talk to one another they were very quiet they were very mm-hmm. silent and mm-hmm. you knew if someone went out of the room for a couple of hours or for the evening or for a day or two and they came back quiet and tired and pale you knew what happened mm-hmm. and I think that having those I don't know again if it was intentional or not but having those sort of quiet pale mm-hmm. exhausted scenes kind of plays into that in a, in a really mm-hmm. big way mm-hmm. the details yeah maybe that was on you know purpose or like purposeful or not but I think those details and you know I've read interviews with the director as well about you know the status of women over in Serbia is not mm-hmm. great I mean I mm-hmm. feel like that's worldwide but yeah. definitely what we have in Canada let's say is not going to be compared to that and especially during during those wars the Yugoslav wars and everything that happened all the rape and just like the complicity <laughs> of of everyone and just I felt like a lot of those women in the movie were just like yep this is what I do this is what's going to happen and and I they've just kind of they're defeated and that's you know a lot of women are not treated very well over in Serbia unfortunately it's it's Mm -hmm. like commonplace for manipulation and abuse and and rape and stuff like that so I think it's an interesting point and I think a lot of the dialogue points to that as well when they're talking about uh there's a scene where there's the young girl and she's in with I think her grandmother or something and she's talking about like oh this is how I was introduced to sex and um, yes yes yeah it seems like that where they're they're talking about their introduction and uh, see, I think there's a scene where uh, the director of Khmer is walking with Milos and he's talking he mentions something about like this woman that you closed in and cut a hole for her to to service you for several days at a time or something like that he makes yeah. some reference to that yeah that is very clearly like indicative of like this is shit that happened and this is shit yep. that went on that was a abysmal and horrific and yep. like people had to live through this in the movie like you said earlier it's like it doesn't it clearly is stating that this is not right these are the bad guys yes. these are the villains like this is not okay this is not exploitative because we're not saying that this is okay nobody's accepting that this is okay that's mm-hmm. why Milos had to be drugged because he was like no this is I'm not into this I'm a this porn star but consensual all, no all the porn stars <laughs> that I have you know pleasured over the years this is all consensual they all wanted to be there mm-hmm. this is not okay so yeah. I forgot about that that yeah that moment with the daughter and it's like mm, yes that's a grim reality for young women for women over there so it's this movie is powerful hugely yeah. powerful you just kind of have to strip away the gory layers a little bit to see that there is something to be said here 
And I have grown to love this movie because there's so much there and I, I've learned so much about it. And like I said, extreme horror, extreme cinema has something to say, but it's just saying it in a very exaggerated, in-your-face way because these are issues that are real that you can't look away from and you can't forget. You can't be complicit in it. You have to do yes. something about this. You have to know about this. And just like with other horror movies and just general horror, right? Like you said, it shows the fears and the horrors of the world in a like supernatural, like cinematic, thematic way. Absolutely. And I think horror is a genre. Like there's never been a doubt that horror as a genre is political. It's always had that sort of leanings to it. There's always been some sort of social commentary within horror. And I think that's one of the things that so many horror fans really love about the genre. Mm -hmm. So with all the claims that this is like the worst film and the most extreme film when it's taken out of context, Mm -hmm. it's interesting because that brings a whole different audience to the movie of like people that are watching it for like the gold star points of like, oh, I've watched a Serbian (laughs) film. I'm fucking hardcore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like edgelord over here. Yeah. So there are those folks, but then there's the folks that like watch it with again the cultural context in mind of understanding of like this is what they're trying to say and this is what they're trying to do and and the fact that this is a movie that can corral both audiences Mm, is mm -hmm. really kind of fascinating to me as well it's one of the reasons that I wanted to pick it is that it's something that is so controversial and so notorious but within completely different circles there's the crowd that like understands the context and there's the crowd that just wants to see it because they want to see all that hardcore shit you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, a little notch in the belt of yeah. crazy movies that we've seen. They're like, oh my God, well, have you seen this? I, yeah, <laughs> it's I re- like, have you seen <laughs> Sallow? Have you seen Cannibal Holocaust? And have you seen <laughs> Serbian film? And like, that's the three gold star movies. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. It's, that's like the unholy trinity of yeah. extreme horror films. Oh boy. I remember going to a small panel here at uh, Fan Expo in Toronto, and it's when they used to have like horror panels. The Festival of Fear, Rumorg put it on, but it was a small panel, and they were showing, they were talking about like extreme horror films and like crazy trailers and crazy scenes, and they would show a lot of scenes, and we would have this conversation. But I remember in this small group, a gentleman from the panel asked everyone, and they say, "Well, what's like the craziest scene you've ever seen?" And at that point, to me, it was I just like shouted newborn porn because up until then that was kind of the craziest thing I've seen but like you barely you don't even see anything so yeah. that's interesting I, you see but it was kind of crazy yeah yeah but you don't see a lot of movies that horror movies definitely extreme movies where we bring child into it and that's why I think yeah. that people get really upset because there's child e- children even being assumed in these positions and assumed in these situations <laughs> and that is so taboo and I also kind of love yeah. that it does that because not many folks and directors dare to bring children into the mix. So I appreciate and respect that. And I think one of the really clever things about that scene actually is that when you look at it, it's more graphic and more explicit in the birth and I think that's what sets people up for anticipating it to be a much more extreme scene than it actually is because you see right. the birth leading up to it which leads everyone to a very uncomfortable place yep. and then you don't see the subsequent newborn porn infant rape but yep. it's implied just with the face of the doll and like the lower shadow yep. of the gentleman holding yep. the, the doll Yeah, but it's it's that it tricks you into thinking that you see a lot more than you do yep. 
too yeah. because it has that scene of like very natural childbirth yep. immediately followed by something that was like very very deeply horrifically unnatural mm-hmm. side note that childbirth was more upsetting than the newborn porn when I watched it two weeks yes. ago yes <laughs> yeah. that, that in itself I watched is that, I was like, horror I'm movie good. No, thank you. I'm fine. (laughs) Give me dogs and cats. We will be okay with that. (laughs) Okay. I think we'll round this off with uh, any final thoughts surrounding a Serbian film, Kelly? You love this movie. You want to talk about it. Is there any, any other final thoughts about this movie? Anything to like tell people, like encourage them to watch it because you love it. So why, why should people watch this? Besides all the wonderful things we've already said. I think it's one that it's, it's definitely not for everyone. It's not one that I would add to my list of recommendations for folks that are just getting into horror or even extreme horror. It's sort of one that you build up to. But I think that's particularly because of its reputation. I think this rep, its reputation precedes this movie, which I think is kind of fascinating, actually, and kind yes. of one of the reasons why I fucking love it. <laughs> But I think that overall, again, when you look at the cultural history, when you look at the intention, when you look at the very, very specifically led lines of dialogue, like there's the scene after the newborn porn where I think Vukmir says something to the effect of like, could it be that you just don't get it? Get it. Yep. Which is really funny because I feel like I don't know how much of the director is Vukmir and how much of Vukmir is the director. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's Mm -hmm. a very thin line that is being blurred consistently. I agree. (laughs) But yeah, I think that it's one that it's worth a watch if you are comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot that this movie can offer in terms of talking points, for Mm -hmm. one, obviously, in terms of thinking points, in terms of just the way that it's made visually, the color balance, the sound balance, the fact that there's, you know, the same musical themes that are flipped and presented in minor key is really kind of wow. clever. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think there's a lot about this film that really stands on its own as just being like a well-made film for those that are comfortable with that idea of something being very fucking dark. Couldn't have said that better myself. So I, <laughs> I echo those sentiments. Um, Unearthed <laughs> Films is putting out, I believe, next year, the new truly uncut version. I can't even wait to see what they took out of that movie and what has remained yeah did you was the one you sent me the tr- like uncut or is this like am I gonna see like truly uncut I'm not a hundred percent sure I know that with the UK version at the very least there was like four minutes and like 12 seconds were removed or something mm. ridiculous oh like God. that again it's like 48 cuts were made in this movie yeah there's a lot um, yeah but I think the version that I have is for the most part I think a lot of it is still included I think yeah. But we'll find out when we'll this find uncut out. version. Did, yeah, just watch <laughs> them back to back. Find out uh, yeah. what they what they took out. But I'm 100. percent Oh yeah, I was like mm, more dick here at 5627. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even touch on the 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 dick to the eyeball kill. Like that's a fucking great murder right there. Anytime you are killing someone by impaling their face with your dick, that is with your monster dick. That is monster a dong. Great, it's a monster dong. That, that is a, a great kill. Tr- a true magnum dong. <laughs> 
Well, one should be more dick in horror. Two, there should be more dick murders. Severely underutilized yeah. potential weapon down there. A hundred percent. It is a blunt object by <laughs> its existence. And we need to utilize that more for murder, in my yes. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> But I will 100% be buying the new unearthed films, uncut, like super 4K edition. I don't know if it's 4K. Anyways, but like crazy edition that's coming out in 2021. I echo everything you said about that. Yes, I love films that can make people uncomfortable and make them think at the same time. Um, What I love about extreme horror is that it gives you that visceral reaction. And that's kind of what I'm looking for these days. Absolutely. Regular quote, uh, horror movies don't always do that. And often they don't. So that's why I've started all of this and that's why I've fallen in love with extreme horror. And I love that you followed in love with it because that makes my heart so happy. I know. You and I talk about that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Taboo Tears is your like to watch list. It is. Like I make notes and I'm like, all right, so this is a new one I have to watch this weekend and then this one. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to round this off and end that. Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me on this journey today. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me. It's been a So that was episode one of Shock Talk. What are your thoughts on a Serbian film? Please send me a message on the Spinsters of Horror social media accounts or join our coven on Facebook to talk about this more. I hope you enjoyed this dissection as much as I did. I will see you again soon when we talk about more subversive and scandalous extreme horror cinema. But until then, get the hell out of my dungeon. (laughs) 